guys, this is Carrie with Fullerton Professional Organizing, and we're going to talk a little bit about how to declutter and organize your business. And um, first, let me say a little bit about what we're talking about. What is business clutter? Clutter can be defined as scattered items or for businesses, disordered processes, that impede or reduce organizational effectiveness, productivity, and revenue. So it doesn't have to just be physical clutter. Now, physical clutter, research has shown that cluttered spaces have negative effects on stress and anxiety levels, the ability to focus, eating choices, and even sleep. It also creates a poor first impression of your perceived skills and abilities at the office when someone stops by your desk and it is a disaster. Uh, so now there are things like marketing material that you may need to organize, business papers that you need to organize, I use binders for all of my business papers, uh, binders, and then sheet protectors if I have any little notes and stuff that I need to just throw in a sheet protector. Um, that's how I uh, organize in my business. Um, work surfaces, really your work surface probably should only have a lamp and maybe a plant and your planner. But in my case and a lot of people's cases, uh, sometimes you may also need to put some visuals on your desk, like the things that you use all day, every day, you may have to keep those out on your desk just because it's more convenient, it's visual, and it keeps you um, in task mode. Um, but everything else, if you have drawers, everything else should be in drawers on shelves um, and off of your, well, and you can have your computer, of course. But your desk should, at the end of every day, be clean and clutter-free before you even go home. So that when you come back the next day, it's fresh and motivating. Now, I do have to usually keep my planner open on my desk so I remember to look at it every morning. Um, and so it just depends on how your brain works, what you have to keep out on your desk. Because ultimately, a clean desk is perfect. But some of us have different ways of processing information. So you may have to have some things on your desk. One thing um, I really hate seeing on someone's desk is memorabilia. Memorabilia, toys, uh, those things to me add clutter, but some people work better with those type items around them. I suggest maybe putting them on a shelf, um, but there's also office supplies. 
you really need one local localized place for all your office supplies. Um, if you're the business owner, you may have a office supply closet that needs to stay organized. If you are in a cubicle or at a desk and you're an employee, then you will probably just have a few of those items in your desk drawer. But in my desk drawers, I would suggest if you have desk drawers, now some people do not have drawers in their desk. Drawers are very, very helpful, but it's nice to designate them uh, Nikki, uh, Nikki at home and Nikki uh, at business or at the office. I don't remember what that um, YouTube is called, but she has one drawer designated just for electronics, one just for certain items, and one for certain items. So if they're personal items, she has those in one drawer, work items, and then electronics. That way, anytime she knows where to go for something, she's not digging around. So I think that's very helpful. But your desk and file drawers, designate each drawer to have a category when possible. Uh, and back to the memorabilia, get these off of your desk. If you need them to keep you motivated, inspired, then put them up on a shelf to keep them off of your desk. Um, now also in business, we all know there is a lot of mental clutter that comes with uh, a business. Calendar. You could have an overbooked work schedule where I suggest time blocking. Now there is a um, article that I recommend and it's www.entrepreneur.com slash article slash Hopefully that um, slash three three one five three eight. I will have that in the uh, transcript. Um, but let me just say it one more time in case you're watching the video and you're not able to. Uh, but it's www.entrepreneur.com slash article slash three three one five three eight now hopefully that brings you to that article i found that very very helpful and um let me get back to my i do have to look at notes because i did a lot of research on the subject uh because business I know how to declutter, I know how to organize, but some of the aspects of business clutter, um, and I will talk to you a little bit about that, I'm not a pro at, and that's why we're going to also on this podcast listen to other entrepreneurs that and their organizing journey and um, get to know them a little bit better and how things work and flow for them. Such as, here are some calendar apps. Now, I 
didn't research every single one of them because um, I just didn't. Uh, I will tell you the ones that I have heard of before, but in this, in an article that I read, Calendar App is a unique in that it utilizes machine learning to help improve your productivity. For example, you can send a link to a colleague and they can pick the best time for your next meeting without any additional correspondence. Um, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail on these. Google Calendar. Now, I do use Google Calendar. Mostly I've used it for schedules um, at church, mostly, just because there was a rotating schedule and I didn't have to change it but a little bit here and there every week in case someone um, wasn't able to attend. Uh, when I worked the nursery, I would have to make a schedule for some of the ones that did check-in. But Google Calendar, there's a reason reason why Google Calendar is trusted by millions of people around the globe. This robust program easily syncs across multiple devices, making it easy to track your entire day in one spot, and that's why I used it. Um, then there's Apple Calendar. I don't have any experience with that. Those who generally tend to lean towards Mac and iOS devices um, that could should consider Apple Calendar. Um, Outlook Calendar, um, I'm familiar with, but I have not used that. Uh, there's Calendly. Those who have clients regularly self-scheduling meetings or calls should consider Calendly. This app integrates with many other programs, including, and these I'm not at all familiar with, Zapier, Salesforce, Stripe, I am familiar with Zoom and others. So that's another app. Um, My Study Life is another app. I'm not going to go into that. That's for students. And the one I have heard the most about is Trillo. While Trillo itself isn't precisely a calendar app, it does make it possible to see projects visually on a Kanban board. I am not familiar with a Kanban, K-A-N-B-A-N board. This digital, these digital cards allow you to easily see what's due on a project and what state each step is in. Additionally, you can sync it to your existing Google, Apple, or Outlook calendar. This is especially handy as a tool for Teams or those looking to increase productivity for specific projects. I do know uh, a lot of organizers, professional organizers use that. I haven't gotten to that point yet because I don't have a team. It's just me. I do all the work. Um, and then any.do, that's another one. Cozy. Now, I do use Cozy. Cozy is excellent for home. Because you can put each family member in there and um, everything that you are delegating can be put in there. Let me read you that. If you're looking for a family-friendly calendar program, then you'll like Cozy. 
designed as a lifestyle planner the program is designed for users of all ages to keep track of household necessary tasks events and outings additionally the easy to use interface is simple and effective for just about anyone to use that one i highly highly recommend for your family then there's our home i'm sure it works similar and team up managing groups of people is much easier with an app like team up float is another one and plan those are all apps out there for uh, calendar use or scheduling um, now business expenses is another thing that hangs over your head mentally this is a could be mental clutter but it could also be physical clutter there's a checklist on how to organize your finances um that is where i struggle to be honest i don't have a good um me uh, i will probably be hiring somebody to handle that and hiring someone is okay too just like you would hire a housekeeper or a professional organizer like myself uh, having an accountant or a tax someone that prepares your taxes when you um, aren't really good in those areas that you're just not familiar with get your financial books in order produce your financial statements prepare your tax documents set financial goals those are very important things that weigh heavy on your mind and if you don't get those taken care of they can be a lot of mental clutter and here is one that i think is a real important mental clutter when you're an entrepreneur when you work for someone else it may not necessarily be but when you work for yourself some people have a poverty mindset they apologize for their prices they apologize for um their prices they always apologizing or how much they charge not knowing their worth these voices in your head that tell you that you're not quite good enough are the worst kind of mental junk pay close attention to those thoughts and learn to retrain your brain with positive self-talk decisions that okay another area that causes a lot of mental clutter is all those decisions that you need to make but you keep procrastinating um those weigh heavy as mental clutter decisions that have not been made indecisiveness need to buy those plane tickets choose a bookkeeper register for that conference buy a new printer stop going around in circles and make decisions it it just takes a load off of your mind stop uh then you can stop thinking about it and free up some mental space and all those ideas if you are the type that when you are about to do lay down at night or whenever all those ideas pop into your head for your business um write them down right away so that you get them out off of your mind 
and you have a list of ideas to go through. Ideas that have not been written down or discussed can weigh heavy on your brain. Brain dump list. Make a brain dump list. From the list, organize it into categories. This can be by areas of your life, work, or you can organize it by must do and nice to do one day. Then pick one thing to work on. For the week, it's it could be a big project or just one for each day. Again, plot it on the calendar and look at it regularly and help to help you feel grounded. Like when you're emailing a client and all of a sudden you remember, oh, you need to research the best restaurant to take your best friend out for her birthday. Instead of making a full stop to research, jot it down quickly and stay in your workflow. Uh, I have heard that Evernote is a good, I have not used Evernote, but I do hear a lot about Evernote um, for entrepreneurs. But you can just use a notebook or a bullet journal. Just make lists of things just to get all these things out of your mind and on papers, just so you have a list that will keep you from forgetting you know, it's your not-to-forget list. Um, and then that makes a to-do list. You know, there's that what-I-don't-want-to-forget list. There's the to-do list. Stop doing tasks you don't need to be doing. Find someone to do them or, or a system that will simplify them for you. Do you really need to check your email 20 times a day? Do you really need to do your own bookkeeping? We talked about that already. I can't do my own bookkeeping. Is that, is that the best use of your time? Are, are you using some parts of your work life as an excuse to put off doing more challenging but necessary work in your business? Make two lists to do now and to do later. Every day, pick the top three. That's my suggestion. Pick the top three things and do them today. Then pick them. Uh, then, you know, you can pick after you finish those three things, if you were able to finish all three of those things in one day, then you have the rest of the day to go through and do all the quick tasks, all the things that can be done in three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You pick the, the time frame. Just start getting that list down. And if you, for some reason, are not able to get through that whole list, that's okay too. At least you made a list of all the things that are most important, all the things that you can do later and you start um, getting those things done. Um, and what you don't get done, you start over again the next day and the next day uh, just so that you stay on task and you're con con completing the tasks. Uh, of course, if there's something, you know what's the most important, what you have to get done before the day is over. And that brings us to meetings. You know, here's one thing that I've heard people say. Oh, everything my boss 
has a meeting for, he could have just sent me a text or he should, could have just sent us an email. Are you wasting your time with lots and lots of meetings when most of it could just be sent in a text or an email? Of course, there's going to be things that are so important that you need every single employee to be on the same page at the same time. Those are great. Just know when meetings are important and when they're time wasters. Uh, co-workers or clients can be difficult co-workers or clients. Uh can be an energy draining uh, process. Unclear instructions for your coworkers or clients can cause them to drain your time energy. Obviously, you can't get rid of all the difficult people in your life. Obviously, you can't get rid of everyone, but you can stop engaging with some of them or set boundaries up around your time. Make sure your employees are very well trained and you have um, procedures for them to go through so that they're not constantly asking you questions every five minutes. And here's another, the last thing for mental clutter is get enough, you know, eat, sleep, and live well. Take care of yourself. Take care of your health. Um, that will do well for your mental clutter, especially sleep. Uh, now digital clutter. Now this is the area that I'm not an expert on at all, which I touched base on already when I went through all the app calendar apps. Um, I'm just not techie, but digital clutter is essentially this disorganization of your data files, and digital devices. This mess can appear in many forms, like a crowded inbox, full phone storage, or hundreds of files on your desktop. Do you have thousands of unread emails in your inbox? I do. And I recently, after, uh, you know, typing out some of this to share with you, just started <laughs> deleting some of my emails. It's also all the files saved on your computer without file names. So you don't know what they are and you spend a lot of time looking for the files you want. From the hundreds of pictures stored on your phone to files filing, your, uh, filing on your desktop. We all have digital clutter. Um, and yes, some of us need a little bit of extra help on that. Uh, marketing collateral is marketing material used in email marketing, advertising, and digital marketing such as social media posts, blog posts, and live event collateral material. Marketing collateral includes any piece of content that the marketing team uses to help with the sales process. Keeping all of these pieces on brand is one of the biggest challenges many marketing managers face and entrepreneur, business owner, uh, an easy strategy to facilitate getting your content to market faster is organization. All right. And I'm not an expert at this. I'm just going to say it 
Um, but five steps to organize marketing collateral, set up asset categories based on marketing and sales needs, organize marketing assets for buyer personas. Tip number three, group collateral by buyer's journey or sales funnel stage. Tip four, update, update, and update. And tip five, centralize and standardize locations and format matting. Now, another thing that can be helpful in 2022, we're still working at home. So, less screen time. Now, with everyone working from home, this provides lots of distractions. TVs, tablets, computers, phones, family uh, can fill your head with so much useless noise and clutter. It's important to make the conscious effort to switch off every now and then, especially before going to bed. Now, here is my strategy for the physical clutter. Start getting your office in order, whether it's at home or not. Start with the trash. Get rid of all trash. Obvious items that need don't need to be in your office. Put all items from any flat surfaces in a basket. And if you've listened to any of my other podcasts, you'll know this is what I do with everything. This is just tweaked a little for business. Put all items from any flat surfaces in a basket. Then you can just take out what you need, put it on your desk. Start organizing your drawers so that you'll have a place for all the stuff that you put in the basket. Declutter. Declutter and declutter. If you have an overwhelming amount of stuff in your office, get several baskets. Try to declutter as you go, but if you aren't able to do that, it's fine because you're going to take these baskets, each one, and you're going to sort and categorize. You're going to declutter, sort, and categorize. You'll try to do it as you go, but it's okay. You just take one item at a time and start working on it. Now, now comes the implementing the organization. If you need to purchase bins and organizational systems like shelves, get them. But if you don't have fit in your budget, you can definitely use cardboard shoe boxes, food containers, jars from around the house. Um, you know, it may not look that great, but it'll be organized and you'll be able to um, function with the organization. Uh, go to Dollar Tree. They have some very inexpensive organization there. Maintain, you must repeat the above consistently. This can be something that you have to do daily, it, weekly, monthly, or seasonally. It's really up to your personality and, and what your need is is the most. Here is another way after you've done all of that and you still want to see, you want to see if your office really does look organized. 
take a photo. Have you ever visited other offices and noticed clutter that your colleague, colleague is unaware of? The same is likely in your own office. Your visitors see your office with a fresh perspective. Your visitors see your office with a fresh perspective and are more observant of the clutter in your office that you may not even notice. A great way of testing this is to take that photo of your office from different angles. Then look, you will see. This will enable you to see your working environment in the same light as your guests do, leaving you shocked by the results. If you have trouble finding clutter, that is a good way to have it stand out, um, is by taking a, a picture, because it will pop out where a lot of times you're used to seeing it, and it becomes a permanent fixture in your office. Well, I do hope that this was very helpful for you. I am going to be tackling a lot of subjects that have to do with organization. Um, I'm going to start interviewing other entrepreneurs. And my first guest is going to be Diva by Design. She's a home uh, decorator. And that's going to be very fun. I can't wait to, to share that with that interview with you and i hope you've enjoyed these videos and podcasts and i will see you on the next one thank you for listening and thank you for watching